0: I'm going to follow along here today for the reading. I want to go over into Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25, and read a few verses there, and then we're going to jump over to Revelations 19, read a few verses there. Matthew 25, starting with verse 1, it says this, And then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. And then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. Here's the message. And they that were ready went in with him into the marriage, and the door was shut. At word came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, O my, I know ye not. Watch therefore, and be ye ready, and be, watch, I'll, let me back up. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour, Wherein the Son of Man cometh. All those verses are in red. That's what Jesus said. And I want to jump over here uh, to Revelations 19. Revelations 19. In the sixth verse, this is what John saw and heard. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God, Omnipotent, reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to Him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, And his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Note this. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called into the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen? And He said unto me, these things, these are the true sayings of God. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful once again for this opportunity of being in the house of God. We're so thankful together here as the family of God to worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth. We're thankful, God, for Your Word that's before us today, Lord, and we pray, God, for Your help this morning. For we realize, God, that no man could preach the Gospel or teach it without the help of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, Lord, surely we're depending upon You today, God, to come and help us and waken us, Lord, and help us to see what this passage of Scriptures are saying to us today, God. For, for surely, Lord, God, our frame is just dust. Lord, and with us, God, there's nothing good. But with your help, Lord, and your strength and your power, Lord, we'll be able to preach, Lord, the gospel today and be awakened, Lord, to what you want to say to us this hour. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's about these passages of Scripture, and uh, of course the Lord had, I felt the Lord telling me what to read, but I didn't know what to preach on, or how to preach it, or or teach it, or whatever. I didn't, but He's helped me a little bit this week, and uh, I wanted us to think about marriage and a wedding for just a minute. Maybe we'll do a little bit of teaching here at first to try to get some understanding of of this passage of Scripture. Uh, But I was thinking about uh, marriages, weddings. And uh, anyways, marriage is a special event for us here on earth to see our family and our loved ones and our relation and our friends getting married. It is a great thing to be part of and to be there. Thousands of dollars are spent each year on weddings. The more uh, money the parents have, the more money will be spent. Things are also beautiful at weddings. They're neat. Uh, Everything that's there, the flowers, the bows, the ribbons, the cantaloupers, the dresses, the suits, And, of course, the bride herself, all dressed in white. She is the biggest part of the wedding. Everybody stands up when she starts down the aisle. The only thing about these marriages, they are temporal. They last until death do you part. And in the day and age in which we're living, they only last a few years. There's a marriage There is marriage is a sacred thing and God invented it in the very beginning when He made man and woman. And there's going to be another wedding in heaven someday. Amen. One of the greatest events ever to happen yet in the future is the marriage in heaven. When Christ and his bride, the church, will be joined together in heaven and will be united together for all eternity. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You and I, this morning, and the church of Jesus Christ, the true church, huh? are going to be in a wedding. Right. And we're going to be united to Christ. Amen. For eternity. Mm-hmm. Huh? You see Christ is the bridegroom. Yes. And the church. My friend or his bride. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Jesus. Before this passage. He gave a couple other parables. And he was telling there. In Matthew 24. He was telling about no man knoweth the day or the hour of his return. But he said, as in the days of Noah were, so shall be in the coming of the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. Well, we're we living in that time. Right. Huh? We're living in that dark day and age. That's not the message, but anyway, we're surely there. Right. And he was warning his people. He was warning those believers to be ready. And he come down uh, to this parable and he talked about a marriage and warned them to be ready. I want to go over here and I I, I want us this is kind of going to be like a little lesson here but I want you to understand what marriage was like in Jesus' time for the Jews. Okay? And I wanted to read on my phone, I copied this uh, uh, writing, and my land's is long, So I kind of just shortened it up a little bit in my own notes here. I want to read to you. There's, there's the steps of the, of the earthly marriage in Jewish times. The betrothal. Betrothal. It's hard to pronounce that word for me. It was the covenant. The young man prepared a contract uh, our covenant and he would present it to the bride and he would go to her and her father and ask basically if she would be his wife her his bride and it said that the young man would pay the price for her whatever uh, the, to compensate her being taken out of the house, whatever role she had and how she kept out around the house, whatever that role was, I understand this to be, he would pay the price and kind of fill that void to get her. That was the betrothal. If you remember that, that's what Mary and Joseph were under. It was a contract. It was an agreement, a, a, a contract, a covenant agreement, and it was just as good as marriage in their eyes, in everybody's eyes. <clears throat> and then the, then the second part of it was the acceptance. The young man would pour out a cup of wine before his beloved. And if she drank it, she accepted the proposal and they become engaged. Ah! Uh, To the Jews, like I said, this was the beginning of marriage. This was a contract and bond between these two. The only way you could get out of this if the bride was to be found unpure. That's the only way he could divorce her or get rid of her. So we see here, and then he would give her gifts, and then he would take his leave from her and in the meantime, she would wait for his return. He would go back. This is the wedding chamber. The young man would go back and prepare a place for his bride at his father's house. He would build a room. This is most of the customs of that time. He would build a room to his father's house for him and his new bride to live in. He would tell the young bride, I'm going to prepare a place for you and will return for you when the time is ready. Uh, uh, In that waiting period, the bride would be making herself ready so that she would be beautiful and pure for her bridegroom's return. When she would ask him uh, when will the time come? <clears throat> when will the time come? Or you'll come for me? He would say uh, to her, Only my father knows when the time will be ready. Because he is the owner of the house. And he will have to say so when all things are prepared. And then, the, uh, uh, when he is sent for her, he said when the wedding chamber is ready the bridegroom will collect uh, his bride. He could do this at any time. So, he, so the bride had to be ready for his return because she didn't know when he was coming for her. Usually this was about a year uh, normally but it could be at any time. And it was the custom for the bride to keep the lamp at her, and her veil by her bedside. The bridemaids were also waiting and had to have their lamps and oil ready. When the bridegroom was getting close uh, to her house, the young men that were with him uh, would give a shout to let the bride know. That the bridegroom was coming. And the bride and her bridesmaids would trim their lamps and go out to meet him. And so shall they be together for the rest of their lives and the brides and the bride and, and be together the rest of their lives. The bride and the bridegroom. So you kind of see this this morning. Amen. If I could tell, I'm not a very good teacher to you. Uh, But I want to tell you something here this morning. That was the Jewish wedding at that time. So I want you to understand that and kind of look at that. Now, here it is the heavenly wedding. The steps of the heavenly marriage between Christ and his church. The covenant, the betrothal. Jesus told the Father, I will go to the world and become man in human form as a baby. And will grow up and live in this sinful world and live a human life to see all uh, what man goes through yet without sin. I will fulfill, I will fill their hurt their pain, their troubles in this life. And I will put all their sins and their burdens on me. And I will go to the cross and suffer and die for their sins for all of men. Their sins will be put upon me so they will not be laid to their charge. And whosoever believeth in me and repents of their sins, I will give them eternal life. And when they die, they will go to heaven and live with me forever. I will pay the price with my blood. And the Father, God, accepted the covenant. Amen. Amen. Right. That's right. Christ paid the price huh, right. for his bride. Just as a young man went to his bride's house and paid the price to her father. Yes. Amen. The acceptance. <clears throat> right. If we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and accept His gospel and turn from our sins, we become born again of the Spirit and adopted into the family of God. We have accepted Jesus and He puts the light in us. And this is the lamp that keeps burning uh, until He comes again. Do you remember in John chapter 14, He said, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in Me. For in My Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. Huh? Right. I'm not lying to you. I go to prepare a place for you. huh? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again right. and receive you unto myself. Amen. Amen? Amen? That where I am, there ye may be also. Amen. Jesus is preparing a place for you and I, the church. He was sent and, and, and when he said Jesus is the bridegroom and the church is his bride and when Jesus returns again for his church he will take his people out of this world and take us to heaven and we will be at the heavenly marriage of the Lamb and we'll be and we will live together with him forever Amen. Praise God. There's going to be a marriage, huh? Hallelujah. One of these days in heaven. Huh? Praise God. And where the church, my friend, huh, is united with the bridegroom, Jesus Christ. It'll be a match. Listen, my friend. Made in heaven. Praise God. It'll be eternal. Hallelujah. Think about it this morning. Praise God. I need to get it, huh? Jesus is coming back. I want to tell you something the Scripture says, huh? That our salvation, huh, is closer, huh, than when we first believed. Yes. Yes. Amen? Mm-hmm. It's getting close. No man know the day or the hour, huh? Jesus said no man. He, Jesus Himself didn't even know. But He said my Father knows, yeah. right. huh? My Father knows. But He said, be ready. Huh? Be ready. Amen. Yes. Keep your lips trimmed and burning. Let's go here to Scripture. This is the parable. And then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins... Which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Huh. Amen. I want to tell you something. I tell you when it's when Jesus is coming. Huh. When it's all prepared. Huh. When everything is prepared and ready for His bride, the church. Huh. To come in to the wedding supper. Amen. God's working on it right now. Amen. Wedding's well, a great thing. I think when my daughters got married they had a poor dad. didn't have much money. But I tell you, they had good weddings. They had good weddings. We had a great time. It was a sacred time. Uh, it was a sacred time for us I tell you, everything was just beautiful. The, work, the Lord worked everything out. I'll never forget it. It was hard on old dad. But it was a great thing. Amen. Marriage. <clears throat> Praise God. The kingdom of heaven. Jesus is the bridegroom. So let's look at these characters here in this in this first verse. We got heaven. We got the Father in heaven who's preparing the place. We got the 10 virgins and we got the bridegroom which is Christ. Now, I'm not very educated in the Bible. There's a lot of things I don't understand. And there's a lot of different opinions, a lot of different <clears throat> theologies on this passage of scripture. And a lot of people look at it in different ways. But I'll tell you when I looked at it, all I have is the words of Jesus in front of me. That's all I know and what it says. I've studied it. I've seen different opinions. But I want to tell you who the virgins are. The ten virgins. huh? This is what my belief is. They're churches. They're the church and churches. They are people People that are uh, that are saved, people that that are 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 Christ, huh? Individuals, individual people, is the way I see this. Amen. They're the church plus the individual people. We are all the body of Christ. All of us are one body in Christ. We all have different members and different functions. Amen. Right. It said here. And they went forth to meet the bridegroom. And it said that 5 of them were wise and 5 were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Amen. So you see now you got two types of people. You got two types of churches. You got two, two symbols here, in difference. You got the wise and the foolish. Huh? You got those people, listen, the wise. Let's go, just talk about them for just a minute. Huh? I think of my dad, I can't help it. Every time I, uh, most, a lot of times when I get to studying and preaching, I think of his life. I think of his character and the person he was. Huh? He was one of them, huh? Was, was the wise virgin, huh? He was one. I tell you, when God saved him, He changed him and He transformed him and He made him a new creature. And everything was different. huh? Everything was new, huh? And I tell you, it's just like you and I. When we become saved and born again, huh? That life, Jesus Christ, listen... That lights up the world, huh? That comes into our hearts, huh? This is the light that we receive huh? in our souls. It's Jesus. I'm telling you, lit a fire in his heart and in his life. Right. My dad. And he kept it burning. Amen. Right. He kept it burning through all this life, all the trials, all the tribulations, all the testings. And everything he went through, he kept the left trim, and burning for God. Amen. Huh? Yes. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Didn't matter what he went through, that fire that God put in his heart, I tell you, it never went out. Amen. He lived for God. Huh? He walked with God. Huh? And he's not the only one. <laughs> there are saints that's been gone on before, huh? H- have walked the same way. Right. You see what I'm getting at this morning? Something happened, huh? And they held on to that. They made a commitment to God, they made a commitment to Christ, and that He is number one above family, above everything. Christ is my son. Savior, and He is number one, yeah. and nothing's coming between us, huh? A wise virgin, man, I know I gotta quit. It's already five to twelve. But the foolish, huh? Let's take, a, let's talk about the foolish here for just a minute. But the foolish, huh? Took their lamps. It took no oil with them. I want to tell you something this morning. The foolish had a lamp and he had it burning. <clears throat> and it burnt for a time. The oil, listen to me, the oil, and I believe this, the oil is the Holy Spirit Amen. in the depths of our souls. Yes. The Holy Spirit God give us the Holy Spirit, huh? to be our guide and our director. He give us the Spirit to keep this fire burning in our souls. huh, To keep us alive and, and well and going, huh? I believe the Holy Spirit is the all on the field. Amen. You take away the spirit, huh? Listen. You take away the Holy Spirit out of your life, huh? If I take the Holy, if the Holy Spirit was not in my life, you know what I'd be, huh? I'd be counterfeit and empty, right. huh? I would have listen a form of godliness, godliness, but no power thereof. Right. It would be an empty vessel. Right. The Holy Spirit is vital the important. the wise virgins listen, they were going to do all they could, huh, to keep the fires going till Christ came or death, huh? whatever come first right. huh? Right. The foolish, huh? What happened to them? I believe they made commitments to the Lord. I believe that they give their heart to the Lord and make commitments. Huh? And you and I know this morning that life can throw anything at us and we never know what it's going to be. Never know what it's going to be. Huh? Jesus said you'll be tried, you'll be tested in this life. Huh? I'm not for sure sure. if that's what happened to them. Huh? That there was trials, there was tribulations, there was problems, huh? And they, listen, and they looked to people, they looked to circumstances, huh? And I tell you what, they got their eyes off of the Christ. They got their eyes off of God, huh? And the cares, and the problems, and the trouble of this life. Had creeped into them. i tell you. And what it do? It suffocated the fire. That was down in their souls. Mm -hmm. Huh? It snuffed it out. Huh? They couldn't refill it. They didn't have no oil. It went out. i tell you. It's very important. Huh? For you and I. To keep the fire burning in our hearts. For Jesus Christ. Amen. Huh? it said here they took no oil in their lamps, amen and it said and while the bridegroom tarried all of them slumbered and slept I want to tell you something this morning they all slept the so bridegroom didn't come right away the shout was given but he didn't come right away It said they all rested and slept I want to tell you something I believe the church is sleeping today more than it ever did. Uh, the churches went to sleep and went to rest. They become comfortable and content in their relationship with God, huh? And they relax, and everybody's going to be all right, and they're not on fire for God. They just fell asleep. Uh, we need some revivals, I'll tell you. We need some old time Holy Ghost services, huh? Where the Lord comes, huh? I tell you, pours out his spirit. And then yeah, I tell you, people testify, huh? And shout and run out. I tell you, you just don't know what they're going to do. Because God fills them up. Right. Amen. With his spirit. They sit here, they slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made. And behold, the bridegroom cometh go out to meet him. And they all got up they all rose and trimmed their lamps and here it was amen I want to back up just for a minute I thought about this it said the bridegroom tarried do you realize huh that we're living on extended time today I believe this huh God has tarried huh from coming back huh and getting his church and sending Christ after his church, huh? He's carrying We're on extended time. And I'll tell you why we're on extended time, huh? Because, huh? He's extended time today and I believe that huh he's tearing huh but you think about this one of the most horrifying things there is there's coming a day when there'll be no more mercy and there'll be no more grace Mm -hmm. it'll be gone Uh, it'll be gone we're still living under mercy and we're still living under grace that period is going to be gone. I'm going to have to stop here. And it said here. And they got up. They woke up. And they trimmed their lamps. And come to find out. huh? The foolish virgin's lamps went out. Huh? There was no light anymore for Christ. There was no light to meet the bridegroom. How sad is this? No wonder Jesus said be ready. Huh? For you know not the hour when your Lord will come. We need to be living every moment waiting for Christ to return. Amen. They said there, huh? They said to the wise, give us of your oil. And they said, no, not so. At least there will not be enough for us and you. I want to tell you something. This salvation is personal. And it's between you and God. Amen. We feed off of each other's lives. Each other's testimonies. Mm -hmm. Each other's company. As Christians, we feed off of each other. But in reality, the Holy Spirit and the oil is only made for you and I personally. Amen. Amen. Just for you and I personally. We can't give it out, huh? Amen. Amen. They said they went to go to them, they went to go buy some oil for their lamps. (coughs) And this is the saddest part of this story here. It said here. and while they went to buy the bridegroom came and they that were ready went with him into the marriage and the door was shut Jesus came here it is they weren't ready and they missed him huh how sad would this be listen I know people this morning huh and I'm not calling them foolish virgins. And I'm telling you, <clears throat> there was one time in their life or times in their life when the church was everything. Huh? They went to church every time the door was open. Huh? Took their families to church. Huh? And every time there was an opportunity. They've lost out and don't even go now. Huh? Something happened. And they missed it. He said here, and they that were ready went in with him into the marriage. Into the marriage. Amen. That's you and I. Listen. Let's be ready for Christ's return. Amen. Amen. For he's coming at any time. Jesus said, "Here in an hour that you think not, the Son of Man cometh." Huh? So He's coming, huh? And the Scripture also said, "Like a thief in the night," huh? He's coming. Be ready always to meet Him. And it said there, and the door was shut. Huh? The door was shut. There's a reason Jesus put that in there too. Huh? <clears throat> and the door was shut. And afterwards came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he answered, said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I know you not. In Noah's day, as in the times of days of Noah, and he prepared the ark, and time was ready. Huh? And he gathered all the animals and his family, and put them in that ark, huh? Because God said the prepared time was ready. Huh? And it said there in the scripture that God shut the door. You get that? God shut the door. In other words, he sealed it up. Huh? He shut it airtight. And nobody was coming through that door, huh? Nobody had a chance to get into the ark and get saved. All opportunity, all hope was gone. Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. I tell you, Noah knew the people. Huh? He would have had compassion. He would have tried to open the door, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying this. But what I'm saying is a God-sealing shot. Right. Nobody could open it. Huh? It says in Revelations, He opens the doors that no man can open and He shuts doors that no man and He shuts the doors that no man can open up. Huh? It was shut and sealed. They were he said here at the last part of this verse, He said, Watch ye therefore, for ye know neither the day or the hour for in the Son of Man come. Amen. What I'm like trying to tell you this morning, church, is to be ready for your Lord's return. Amen. We never know. We don't know the end of our days. We don't know when our time is up, when death will come. Huh? At any time. We, we're, in, we're living in a world that's so uncertain and so unplanned. Huh? We're living in a world like that. But be ready for Him. Amen. And you'll go into this marriage supper of the Lamb. huh? Where the same revelations <laughs> said there. It said, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him for the marriage of the Lamb is coming and His wife has made herself ready and let her be granted <clears throat> that she should be in array with fine linen clean and white for the fine linen is the righteous of the saints and he said unto me write blessed listen this blessed are they which are called into the marriage supper of the lamb and he that saith unto me these things uh, they are true sayings <coughs> of God I'm going to tell you something. The only way into heaven is, is through holiness and righteous life. Amen. Purity. That's what the church is supposed to be today. <clears throat> Amen. We're supposed to be the light uh, shining on the hill. Amen. To this lost and this dying world. Praise God. Alright, I think we're going to quit and get out of here. Appreciate your attention today. And <clears throat> appreciate you so much. Continue to pray for me. God will help me on these messages this morning. I don't know if you got anything out of it or not. But I tell you, when I looked at that, I looked at the Jewish wedding, and then I see the marriage in heaven and how it just paralleled so much. The wise teachings of Christ.